Putin Bratwurst. Good morning, everyone. This is Putin Bratwurst. This is Simon speaking from Hamburg. And am I speaking to my good friend Philipp over in Quebec? Uh, yes, you are. Uh, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing all right. Um, it's getting colder here. We, um, it feels like, like it's, 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 uh, it's getting autumn-y out here. Mm -hmm. And I think for the first time ever, I'm not that disappointed about it. I've, I think this year has been so shitty in so many regards that I really <laughs> don't mind it becoming winter and fucking dying. So you're doing great, I can see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not trying, not trying to sound desperate. Like uh, um, the, the last two weeks have been very stressful, and I'm, yeah, I, is it for the reason you told us last last the last episode? What what happened with that cat? Oh yeah, well, no, the cat is with, <laughs> with a colleague. The cat is fine, so good, good. don't worry. She she's doing great with uh, with a colleague. She she's not allergic, and I think her parent, cat parents are returning today. So, you know, the world is going to be normal for her again. Then good. Um, no, like uh, I've been very busy with work, and I've been fighting to get a new position in my job. Okay, I've been fighting for that for like four and a half maybe five weeks now and it was really really frustrating um because obviously in germany as well the economy is, is is shit and so you know it's not that easy to to get what what you deserve um right. but i i did manage to get it in the end so on friday my boss finally Ooh. told me yeah you're gonna get your uh you're gonna get promoted to the new job so that's great congratulations yeah thank you very amazing. much i'm very happy about that um, yeah, but um, before we get uh, we start uh, we dive into topics. Um, we have a little announcement for you guys, uh, which is that we will have a little break. Um, we um, since uh, you know uh, we, we've been talking about doing vacation and stuff, and I get uh, will have to use some of my holidays at work, and I will do that uh, in September because my birthday is gonna be in the middle of September on the 16th, actually, if anyone wants to send me a nice mail or some flowers or money. And uh, therefore, I hate being at work um, on that day because then I have to bring a cake and I get attention from everyone and it's like very weird. I, I hate it when it's like people who you don't have that much in common with. And you know, my, I have my friends at work and I'm happy to spend the day with them. But then you right. also have other people who you don't, uh, who it's like, it's like they never say hello, but on this day they feel like obligated to give you a hug or so. Oh. so I, I, I just don't like that. And uh, we yeah. have that weird habit of singing in the, the office for, for birthday kids. So it's like everybody's Yikes. trying to hide on these days. So I'm going to visit my parents' place. And um, that means that we will have a break, which I think in the long run will... Um, will also benefit us because we can get our mind off and uh, not having to think of topics all the time and come back stronger. Maybe we have some cool ideas how to continue with the show afterwards. And we mm. will back for you guys on the 4th of October. So right. maybe maybe you guys, some of you have saved up some episodes. Um, listen through time to those. Catch up, catch up with time those. Catch up. Um, yeah, listen to the, to the playlist. Yeah. And... Yeah, so just uh, that um, that upfront, um, but let's dive in, Philippe. How how has everything been for you? How is 
life over there? How is the the whole situation? What's the need? Uh, so life has been good on my side. Um, I've had two nice weekends in a row. Nice. Um, so this weekend, my mom is visiting me. Mm -hmm. uh, she's still sleeping as we're talking. Oh. She's a late sleeper. <laughs> um, and uh, last week I went fishing. Uh, oh, yeah. The first time. How was that? How yeah. did that go? That was great. We had an amazing spot. Like, so when I, when I, I was the one responsible for organizing the trip. So I went into this organization, which is like, it's a public, some parks are public, mm -hmm. like it's owned by the state. Yeah. So you, you like you, you rent cabins from them and you buy your permits and everything from them. So it was one of these, because it was like at the midpoint of the four of us, because we're all from, we're all living in different places now. And so when I rented it, it was like a virtual map. So I couldn't really see where the cabins were really. So I ordered the one that was like, it was not clear what the spots were like. So I ordered the one that was a further away from mm -hmm. the other ones so that if, if we stay up all night or if we like you do a, a bonfire and we, we sing music whatever we're not going to disturb anyone right so i took the furthest one uh, without knowing anything about it so uh, we arrived there and we, we got hands down the best spot like we were right next to the lake um the lake was gigantic and we had a beach oh, nice. next to our place too and oh. we, we, we were the only cabin that had easy access to it other people had to like walk a long way but our place led to that beach so it, of course it was it was freezing there because it's high in the mountains and it's a weird ecosystem it was like four degrees so we didn't we didn't swim of course but still we played baseball like we just threw the ball like next to the beach it was super good and how it works is in the morning um you you, you i mean in the, in the night you draw a number and that number is your priority order to choose your lake because mm -hmm. there's so many lakes there that you basically choose your lake and only you can go on it for the whole weekend wow so yeah yeah so we were only the four of us two small uh, boats on a big ass lake that was only ours we could do anything like we could scream whatever it was only us And I wouldn't mean only us, like kilometers and kilometers away from anybody else. Because we oh had God, to drive. That sounds beautiful. We had to drive 45 minutes onto the highway. And then we had to drive nine kilometers into like a forestry road. So like full of like rocks and like not a proper road, like in the deep wood. And then we had to park and walk 20 minutes in even deeper wood with our fishing wow. stuff. <laughs> and then we would arrive and there was a big lake there. And there was no, like there was no docks or anything. It was just two, those two boats just on the like on the rocks whatever we had to push it in and there we were like just open open air just not a single sound this is the most peaceful thing i've experienced in a long while it was amazing man really good yeah that sounds great yeah yeah it was it was too short though we we're only there for two days uh and it was pretty far from here i had to drive six hours to get there wow. uh so yeah that was pretty far um one of my friends had to drive seven so i won't complain <laughs> uh Yeah, it was from the other side. <laughs> I'm from the west end. He was in the east end. And it was in uh -huh. the middle. So we, we had to drive. So anyway, it was great. So that's my big life update, man. It was, awesome. it was amazing. Is it, yeah, is yeah. it like, um, sorry for the stupid non-Canadian question, but um, is it uh, dangerous in the, in the woods there? You, if you leave like food outside that bears might come and eat your stuff? Uh, absolutely. Uh, when we walk, we had to like, we were singing songs or talk a lot. So... The, what they say is if it's if you're loud, uh -huh. bears are really they're really pussies. Everyone like they don't want to be around people. So if they hear you, they're just going to be run away. So oh really? Not see the, I thought that so would the, make it make it like more likely for them to go and be curious. No, 
No, no, no, absolutely not. It's the trick they say. If you keep talking, or you put like some people put a, a bell on their on their uh, on their um, waist, yeah, that just cling, 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 cling as you walk. That that scares them. They're gonna go away. Oh, that's good. All right. Because like what they eat doesn't talk, right? So mm-hmm. so if they hear talking, they're afraid of it. So they just they, they won't arrest you. Dangerous if you're on your own or and you don't make any noise except the of you yeah. walking. That's gonna attract them because this is this could be a deer, right? Mm-hmm. So I see. yeah, uh, but we could have also seen deers or, or, or mooses where we were, but we didn't see any animals really except like birds and, and bugs. But we could have seen, yeah, it was it was. Like, so that that highway uh, connects Quebec City to where my father is from. So it's you have to like go through mountains, mm-hmm. and all along the highway they built like fences that are made to protect animals from crossing. And the oh. animals have their own bridges that they cross uh, oh, that's under yeah. under the highway. So if they want to go uh, on the other side, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so you could see like signs saying like if you see a moose here like you have to call 911 so that they can put it back to yeah, if, yeah. It, if it escapes somehow like because if you hit a, a moose with your car and you're driving a low car chances are you're going to die because it's so high you're going to break the legs of the animal and its body is going to crash into your car they're like huge right they're very very yeah. big yeah they say if you're on a motorcycle and you hit a moose you're dead because like it's like a like facing a brick wall Wow. Your head is going to be exactly where the body is. So yeah. you're going to be beheaded, basically. Oh, man. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. So. It, it sounds dangerous, but at the same time, it I makes mean, me want to have a road <laughs> trip in Canada so bad. Right. So the thing is, these animals are like, they walk super slow. They're really cozy. Oh, yeah. So you can see them from afar, usually, because they're so big. So if you're careful, usually mooses are okay. But I've never seen one on the road, but I've hit deers twice in my life. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. I had a total wreckage uh, of a deer uh, years ago. Uh, it was before before I went to Korea. It was uh, 20, 2012, maybe 2013. I had the car and the animal just, I had the deer and the, the animal just went through my hood. Like oh, the, the wood, the wood pierced the, the engine all the way through. So if it was a bit higher, it could have pierced me instead, oh, right? So, yeah. yeah. And the animal died on the shock, apparently. Uh, the police told me they went to see and he was dead. So it was sad it was sad it was really sad both my, I, i killed i killed a deer and my 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 i killed my car too so it was I my once, mother's car i once killed a raccoon in florida while driving right. and i felt uh-huh. so bad like i was yeah. i was uh, taking my dad to the airport like my dad and i were on vacation in florida and um he left earlier than i did and on the way back we um i i left the airport area and there were two raccoons actually and one just ran across the street in front of me and mm-hmm. the other one instead of waiting followed its friend oh. and the thing is i had like a lot of cars right in, in the back you of me stop. so i couldn't you know. stop it would it would no. have been dangerous to yep. for me so i really ran over the poor thing and i really have a bum 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 like yeah. When, yeah. when it when it went under my wheel <clears throat> and i looked in the back mirror and i saw that It was like, you know, like having like his last moves um, no, on, the, on the ground. And I saw the other raccoon looking out of the grass, looking at his friend. And I felt so, so bad. I, like, I feel, I feel bad and guilty right now. Like, I was so sorry for the poor thing. I went home and I like, I, I just did. I just killed the poor raccoon. And I, I, we don't have really mm. have rac- raccoons here in Germany. So for mm. me, they're like the cutest thing ever. I'm like a Korean yep. when I see raccoons. Yeah. It's like, oh, they suck. They're so adorable for me. I, I they're be- they're beautiful, but they're trouble. Yeah. 
I don't. I don't see trouble with them. I just want to pet them <laughs> and and treat them like stuff. You know, like when they have like the little hands and they wash stuff online, and it's like super mm-hmm. cute. That's that's mm-hmm. my picture of raccoons. So I felt yeah. so guilty. Like I still do to this day. So maybe one day yeah. I will start a raccoon foundation or something like that. <laughs> I I ran over a skunk when I was younger too by driving. I exactly know what you mean. Like, doo-doo, doo-doo. it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. it's over. <laughs> it's I hope done. I never have to do that again. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not a good feeling. So, Oh, uh, one last question about your fishing trip. So did you catch yeah, yeah. and cook fish as well? So I catched, uh, so we were all noobs. Like all of us were mm-hmm. not good with fishing. I remember, uh, some yeah. of us were, yeah, some of us were better equipped than other. So me and one of the bar, my buddy were pretty well equipped. Yeah. Um, so the two of us catch three each. For three okay. trouts, that's wow. pretty good, you know. I'm happy. I was expecting zero, so <laughs> I'll take it. And the two others took one each. Um, yeah, so it, it was the thing is like most of my friends were two. The two ones that are not really well equipped were really like disgusted by the fishes, so they didn't mm. want to touch it. Okay. So I had to take care of most fishes. I mean, I gutted all of them. The eight. You know how to to do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my dad teached me before going, and I think I did a pretty good job. But uh, so I had to like remove the the bait from their mouth, right? Mm. While they're still moving, and one of them was he swallowed the bait, the hook. Oh shit! So it was like down into his throat, really deep, and I had like a pair of long nose, and I, I had uh. to like I was like like deep throating the thing with the, oh, <laughs> with the long nose. Oh, the poor fish! And, and I was like I was like trying to pull on it, and he was looking at me, and he did a sound <gasps> like he did the sound. Oh no! Oh no! I was oh, like, I'm God. so sorry. Oh, and then I, I I pull on the wrong thing, and I took like one of his digestive system pieces <gasps> out of oh, his, God, his stop, mouth. Oh God! Stop! Stop! Don't say that! Don't say that! Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh, yeah, it was no. pretty nasty. Oh um, my God! The poor thing. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. It was making noises. It was. It was not oh, a good feeling. Stop it! Stop it! Don't say that. We're gonna lose <laughs> listeners. Oh God! I, I I kept saying sorry. Honestly, I felt terrible. Oh, no. and, and then when when they're when they're the hook is out, you put like a there they have like a chain, and uh-huh. you put like a one of the metal rings through like the um, where they breathe out of their mouth. You attach it and you throw it back in the water. <laughs> Why do you do that? So it stays fresh. Because uh, if you leave it in the fish for like a and in, in the boat for like a day, it could it could rot, you know. And and how does it die then don't you have like hit it with a hammer i'm sorry guys i'm asking that question i'm I'm sorry i'm an idiot uh usually like when you take it out you let it like half die in the the boat yeah then you you start to like removing the hook and usually like you hurt him or so um usually they die into into the the water afterward like from their bleeding probably i don't know they just they just pass out i i i absolutely believe that you would not be allowed to kill a fish like that in germany i think we have regulations that make it way more humane for the animals i mean you have to remove the hook right otherwise it's it's and i know it's no, no, no i'm there, not so. i don't blame you for that but I, I i i'm not a fisherman at all but i do believe in uh in germany it would people would not allow that to happen it would be so outrageous to kill an animal like that because they are suffering to death to be honest oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. They, so, are, they are suffering this i knew I it think, was making suffer there's no doubt yeah so i think i think it's it doesn't work like that here but and one one, one of the fish had the hook in his eye it's like oh, don't don't say it eye. stop it stop it <laughs> don't say that don't say that uh, okay let's, let's change the, let's change the topic here because it's not going to get any better from this <laughs> Um, I, I read in the news um, that uh, the Canadian health officer, Dr. Theresa Tam, 
oh, said yeah. something really funny. She said, um, consider using a mask during sexual activity as a means yep. to um, stop the spread of COVID-19. Right. So, like, was it big news? And what? how did people react? Were they like, oh, great idea? Or Well, it's just... So the thing is in Canada, it's, it's like Germany, it's a federation, right? Yeah. So each of the provinces have their own health um, ministry, like their mm-hmm. own health agency. Yeah. And that's usually where we're looking at when we need the recommendations and everything, because uh, they're the one that runs the hospital, own the equipment and everything. Okay. Um, it's not the federal state. So Health Canada is usually more for like regulations regarding um, pills or... Uh, like harmonizing practices between the provinces. So I, people don't take, I don't think people care much about what she says, at least not in Quebec. Mm-hmm. So when it came out, people were just, it just confirmed what they thought. Like, wow, like this is ridiculous. Like like our elf um, guy, I told, I talked about him earlier, like months ago in the podcast. Yeah. Um, his advices sometimes are funny, but they're not that weird. Uh, so it was a total joke. Like nobody took it seriously. It was very funny. It was not the first time we saw something like that. Have you seen the one in, in British Columbia? What they said about using glory holes as a good way to have safe sex? I have not. I have not heard that. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the state uh, advised doing that as a way to have a COVID a COVID nineteen uh, safe sex. I'm not joking. So, so are they are they like preparing glory holes in public toilets or so? I, I have no idea. It's just when it came out, people were just like. Like taking it back, like what? I mean, he has okay. a point. He has a point, to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's really safe. Uh, for I mean, for for COVID sex, not for for your for your maybe for your lungs, maybe not for something else. I don't know. <laughs> like the thing, the thing with with um with glory holes that always I I think you know I'm such a a brainy guy that I that I think that if if I were in a situation with a glory hole. And even though I like, you know, let's say it's like my girlfriend or so, and she says, hey, well, let's try a glory hole. And, and I, I'm like, fine, yeah, let's do it. I, they have these glory hole booths right here next to the McDonald's also. And I'd go there with her. And I, I think I wouldn't be able to, to you know, do the, the deed because I, I'd be too scared that on the other side, it's, a, it's like a prank. Or, or yeah. maybe you know, or maybe she enters the wrong room or so in the wrong cabin, and and there's like someone else who I mm-hmm. did not expect to do whatever. So, mm-hmm. you know, I I feel like I don't know. I, I think you need to be braver than I am to practice whatever you do in a glory hole. Yeah, I I don't think it's it's it would be my jam either. And like somebody put is there before you. It, I don't doubt somebody cleaned it. So. I don't know. Think about that. It's yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I want to think nasty. about that. I don't. I, I don't want to <laughs> think about that. I think we. Yeah. Don't be too brainy right there. <laughs> it could be dangerous for your mental health. <laughs> is, is there, is there like a glory hole for kissing? Uh, I, uh, I, that would be the worst enemy of COVID. That would be like the worst. That would be thing the ever. worst. It it wouldn't yeah. affect anything. I, I don't know. So I, so was it big news in in Germany? This no, not at all. I I saw it because I think Kenny Hotz, my second favorite canadian ever um said said retweeted it or something like that and yeah, i read I mean, about it was it a total was... joke it was total people were just like so dumb like <laughs> it's like really I, I, I have a friend who said like if if out of 30 million canadian three follow this 
it's probably considered a success. <laughs> Is it? But but did, the way she meant it, did she say you know give it give it, give it as an advice for like hookups, strange strange yeah, hookups? Yeah, of course, of course. It's, it's, but if you're married and stuff, she she doesn't want yeah. you to wear a mask. Yeah, uh, it's it's impl- it's it's implied. She's not saying it. If it's your partner, like, mm. and even if it's your partner, theoretically, if like for example, my girlfriend, she works in the the public, right? She works yeah. in retail, so. Theoretically, if somebody can give it to me, it's her, right? That's true. Not, not, not like uh, in in my uh, surroundings. Most of my friends yeah. are office worker, or whatever. My parents are retired, so the the person that has the higher risk of giving to me is actually her. So, if I was like, I wanted to be the safest guy on earth, mm. I could do that, right? Wear a mask yeah. with her when yeah. when we have intercourse. If if we do, I, I'm not saying we we did because I as no, you, you as never you know, do. You're not married. As, you're not married yet, as, as so, you know me, right? It's, yeah. it's not something I would do. That's not um, what Jesus would want you to do. And he's always looking at me, even if he, I when I do always bad things, is. So he always is the pervert that pervert that he is. Yeah, so. it's things. It's not good. Anyway, I'll to say that I think it's also for couples if you want to be the safest person in town you know what i'm yeah, saying but yeah, I, it's yeah. mostly aimed at uh, of course uh, like hookups I, and yeah uh, i wonder if that you know imagine you're you're like okay let's say you're you're at a party or, or something like that and you meet someone like a man or woman and um and you you you, you get drunk and you're like yeah, well let's let's do it let's take this and uh, take this upstairs yeah. um i wonder how they'd react if you, they were like uh if instead of saying, do you have a rubber, you say, oh, do you have a mask? And, you know, you put on the mask and, you know, I don't know. To Maybe this is this is the new safer sex. It's like, fuck condoms. I mean, but you, you, it's going to end up in asthma suits if it keeps going like this. You oh, know? That's true. Yeah, that's true. Which is a kink, apparently, of some people. So, is it? You know, yeah, it is. There are people who, who like to have you know, like wear suits and stuff like there's a king for everything. Right. So yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. I wonder, I, I, I'm trying to find the the point to jump in because I have another thing on my topic, which I want to include in this first task uh, take. Um, but I think I'm not going to be able to do it. So I'm just going to have a clean cut. Um, so I read some, I saw a video of, of Axios um, who are the ones um, who also did that uh, hilarious Trump interview um, that we talked yeah. about the other week and mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you heard about that but they have had an interview with like a data analyst uh, from uh, Bloomberg and he's part of some some group and they um, they had a model which is called the Red Mirage model have you heard about that? No I haven't though. so it's for the the upcoming election in the US and as you guys might might know very very likely now is that Trump um, really 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 doesn't want people to go to uh, vote by mail because he says right. well it takes forever and they will <clears throat> cheat and blah blah yep. blah and obviously he knows that his base will follow whatever he says and they don't believe in COVID anyways so they right. definitely vote in person while mm-hmm. most of Joe Biden voters will probably vote by mail because it's safer and he also wants them to do that now. Um, that group says that um, since on November 3rd, it's very likely that most votes that ha- will have been casted by that will be the ones that um, were either brought in super early for by mail or that are actually the votes in the in-person votes. Uh, what that means is that on November 3rd, it's very likely that we will see an uh, um, 
a, a win of Donald Trump by huge margins. He will win so mm. many states by that. And right. obviously, the Trump campaign will declare a victory by a landslide. They say, well, we told you. Oh, I see where you're going. Yeah, yeah, okay. And the fear of what they say is, uh, that's why they call it the red mirage, is that the, uh, with the continuing days after the, the November 3rd and weeks, more and more votes will be counted, meaning mm -hmm. they say, oh, you know what? Actually, that state's blue and that one as well and that is blue and so on and so forth. And maybe it will switch and become a, a Biden win. Mm. And the thing is, Trump is already preparing for that scenario, right? He's already uh, telling people that they will fraud, they will try, try to rig the elections, blah, blah, blah. Um, mm. Don't accept it if I don't win because it's going to be fake. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. How how are they gonna pull this this off? How is this gonna work? If by November third, it's not, you know, they if it's not Biden on November third, and after a few weeks <clears throat> or days, whatever, they say, well, now we counted everything, and now it's a, it's a win for Biden. This is gonna this is gonna become so chaotic. Like the the country is already yeah. so divided. I yeah. I really don't think that this is gonna work. I I have a, a hope and you're going to call me stupid for it, but I have a hope that the American people, and I mean like everyone, every Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, whatever they are, I have a hope that their love for their state, the, their country is bigger than their love for their party. So, and their love for democracy will be bigger than their love for their favorite candidate. So basically I hope if the results come out, and you know it's proven that it was it's, it's, it's a fair result people will demand um even maybe some the more um moderate republicans will also demand for change because their love i'm not saying like die hard trump fans these ones will never agree with it but i hope even moderate republican and the socialist or whatever will just be like listen one of the, or our we have some so much pride in our democracy whatever so we're gonna make the move um yeah, so my hope are... Do you, do you know what I mean? I, I know what you mean, but by that, I think, you know, the, the Trump voter base is like uh, highly undereducated, uh, right. white man. I really, really, really don't yeah. think that they see the, the bigger picture. I mean, you, you've seen, everyone's seen those interviews with those guys. And they do believe that, you know, they're like uh, conspiracy theorists, uh, mm -hmm. theorists, they... They don't believe in anything except for when the when President Trump says it. So yeah, if he but that's says, a diehard base. Well, There's yeah, a lot that's, of like, that's like to vote for him. But, but it's like that. Um, if you look at the polls, that's like thirty to thirty-four percent of the voters who wow, are diehard voters. Damn. So, you know, and speaking about the Republican Party, you've probably seen uh, some clips of the Republican convention. They, the the Republican Party. Uh, as it used to be does not exist anymore it's the trump sucker party you know yeah, they yeah, yeah. they follow that idiot through everything he can say whatever he wants to and the and they're gonna suck up to him so you know the obviously the democrats and and everyone else and on the left are gonna um are gonna gonna say well we won so what are we gonna do but he's not gonna leave like that so unless he clearly loses on november 3rd and even then i think it's going to be difficult to actually kick him out of the white house mm. i don't know like i mean obviously you and i will not be able to to solve that 
but I, I do no. fear that scenario. I do fear it a lot. And I, I, I think the I, worst case scenario is a coup d'etat. It's the military you're going to take over the White House. That's the worst case scenario. And it could happen because they're not partisan, right? So if you refuse to leave and the results are, are fair, and uh, they might have to go that way. It's maybe. possible, you know? Maybe, but, but he is, as long as he's the president, he is the commander-in-chief. But that's the definition of a coup d'etat. All the leaders of the world are commander-in-chiefs of the army. It's just that when the army is taking over, it's, it's against their, 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 chef, their chef. So it's a coup d'etat. That's the definition of it, right? It's just, uh, so it could happen. Could happen. It's yeah. The thing we could see, it could be, it would be crazy, and you can, you can trust me. China and Russia would be like, you know, they would yeah, love to see that, hands, right? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, they would love to see that. So, yeah, let's see. But we'll see. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, it's not looking good. I'm sorry to say that it's not looking good. Um, all right, it had uh, a look. Yeah, it has looked better before. Yeah, it has looked <laughs> better. Holy fuck, I'm missing those times. Um, do you have a song for the first um, uh, take? Yeah, and I have to say something about the, the playlist. It's, it, uh, sometimes I'm like, oh, I would love to put this song. Like, did I put it before? Uh, I oh, had that shit. today, actually. Yeah, 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 same, same. So I had a song f- for today. And I was like, oh, no, uh, uh, did I put it? So I, I tried to go through, but it's getting so big. So I couldn't find it. So <laughs> I didn't take any chance. So um, my, my song is called The Ivy Gate by uh, the band Big Big Train. All right. My song is from uh, Tim Heidecker and his brilliant um new album and uh, the song is called nothing hear you guys in a moment (coughs) (coughs) oh shit oh shit bro he's joking (laughs) you all right raj yeah gets to where he can't breathe doesn't it yeah Yeah, his ear gets cut off (laughs) <laughs> Does it really? Is, it, is that how it happens? It feels like you can't breathe? <laughs> Make me want to cough. Get it out. Get hard. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. You all right, bro? Yeah. That happens quite a bit. Uh-huh, because of my father's teeth. <laughs> Take them fuckers out. Take uh, them out. No, that's okay. Put them in your pocket if they're causing you to choke. They gagging you? No, sometimes they do. Take them bastards out if they're gagging you. Get that damn Pepsi come up on your shirt. Yeah. Spit up, didn't I? <laughs> a little bit. Poutine, Hello and welcome to Putin Bradverse, your long distance podcast. With me today, as usual, my good buddy Simon. How are you doing? Hey, I'm good. Getting over coup d'etat talk and uh, US uh, tra- uh, tragedies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, listen, uh, listeners, uh, I have a big announcement to make, a big update, massive update. All right, I finished The Last of Us. Oh, no, you didn't. I Holy did. cow! I, I was like, I wanted to. I actually wrote that down. I wanted to ask you about that. Yeah. Wow. I finished it uh, last week. That's. Uh, you big. have to thank. You have to thank my girlfriend for that. She hard peer pressured me on it. Like she was hard on it. Shout outs to your girlfriend. 
she was yeah she was really pressuring me because she really enjoys like looking at me play video games she just likes that she just sits next to me and like she, she just watched she just she enjoys it and she loved the last of us right? she finished it years ago and she's really into that game and um, <clears throat> I, I i hard quit like at the very end can we talk spoilers or yeah i think the first one is, is fine okay so i was at the hospital part and like you know you have to like go through a bunch of soldiers right yeah and i just i just i don't like this stealth mechanic as you know mm-hmm. and it was I t- like i did it for 30 minutes couldn't go anywhere i just hard closed my ps4 like straight on in the game i was like this is this is shit i hate this game and i'm <laughs> never gonna finish it and she was so mad like she was she was like you cannot not finish it whatever and she kind of she talked about it kind of frequently uh, and and one night she was like okay you finish it tonight like it's enough like i don't remember how it happened but i ended up doing it nice and and i finished it um i think it's a, it's an okay game it's fine it's fine i i i'm i'm not a big i don't get the hype really uh i was expecting something grander than this but it's it's, right. it's okay i would give it like a i don't know 7.5 something like that well that's not too bad i mean yeah, like, it's a good game. What what what? Which parts parts did you like? Give it some credit. What did you like about it? Uh, I'd say the winter. Uh, as you said, you told me it was the best part. I, I agree with you. I think it was gameplay and story wise. I think it was it was good. Um, you play as Ellie, and then you play as Joel, uh, going to to save her. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that part was was definitely a highlight for me. Um, the hunting part was boring but after that it, it, it was good um you know it's it's it was good to see like different communities and how these these guys are cannibals or whatever um so it was it was nasty you know and um then you know the part before that um where you go see your brother is also pretty good so let's say fall and winter are pretty good i thought the end was uh underwhelming i, I didn't really like it the, the the whole Salt Lake City underground part with a lot of zombies was I don't like the zombies too much um, so I don't know I was just trying to avoid them as much as I can I was just walking around and dodging stuff as much to not do fights which end up working I barely killed any of them um, yeah uh, I mean the ending is is my friend told me that I will I will like the next game since I the way I understood the ending uh like joel is not a great guy either in the end you know it's just something people do seems to not get he's a very selfish guy you know it's extremely yeah. selfish yeah and 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 not a great guy it's just a thing right and um uh apparently my buddy told me that that's something people should have understand before playing the second game so people are too attached to like saying it's a great guy or whatever because he's the he's the main character but that's the thing you have to understand it's not because you're the main character that you're great right yeah yeah. So, true. um, so yeah, he's he's very selfish, um, and he's delusional, uh, acting like it's his daughter and everything. So it, it's it's interesting. But my favorite zombie slash survival kind of thing game, story driven, like not the Resident Evil, but like still the Walking Dead season one game, um, the Telltale game, it was way more moving and the world was more interesting too, in my opinion. Uh, so for listeners, if you wanna. If you like The Last of Us, but you want something more story-driven, there's barely any gameplay. You just make choices of um, what your character says, and you do some some you move around and you look for things. Sometimes, anyway, The Walking Dead season one. Like I've never watched the show, 
I don't care for it. I tried to watch it. I thought it sucked. But the game, very good. Um, I highly suggest it. All, all the while I was playing this, I was like, wow. And it's similar because it's also a story of an older man taking care of a, a younger girl that is not his daughter. It's the same kind of thing. Um, but I thought it was handled so much better in The Walking Dead. But have you played that? Have you played that, Simon? I have not played it. I've never heard of it. It's probably it's probably dirt cheap at this point. It's such an old game. You should look into it. It's amazing. All right. I still have still have a long list ahead of me. Like I, I want to play The Last of Us Part Two. I want to play Ghost right. of Tsushima. Uh, mm-hmm. that I, one looks great yeah yeah it looks fantastic uh yeah final we're not fantasy the same servers. sorry we could have we could have played online together uh if we were in the same server do you have Sushima, it then i don't have it and it's like it's i don't think we can play if you're in europe and i'm in north america usually yeah, it's, you have to work know. in the same server what final fantasy are you talking about by the way sorry that, what oh, final that, fantasy? That, yeah the, like the last the, the latest one i have never played any final fantasy games but they have like a reboot of like 16 or so Oh no, it's the seven. Uh, the remake of the seventh. Yeah, I, I, I heard it. that that one must be pretty good. So I'm that's on the list as well. Um, so I played the original seven. Um, I preferred the battle system of the old one, but it's a gorgeous game. Uh, I would suggest you play Final Fantasy Nine. Uh, it's an older game. It's a PS One game, but it's on it's on the PlayStation Store. Uh, it's like fifteen fifteen dollars. It's just a suggestion for a first Final right, Fantasy. Yeah, sure, sure. I, I think mean, it's a great game. It's gonna take a while until I'm done with it. I'm still I'm finishing uh, Grand Theft Auto Five right now, so, and I, I have no idea how long that's gonna take me. Still, uh, uh, so. I, I played that on PS3, so <laughs> I don't really remember. Yeah. Anyways, um, I also wanted to give uh, since we're recommending stuff, I wanted to give a rec- yeah. recommendation on a TV show that I started watching, and it's now in the second season. It's called The Boys. Have you uh-huh, heard of that? Yeah, I've seen ads on Twitch. Yeah. It's actually it's really good. It's really cool. So it's okay. about like uh, superheroes that are made by a big corporation and they have like marketing behind it, uh, behind them. And it's not your Marvel DC um, superhero action stuff. It's really, they're like many of them are, most of them actually are assholes and <laughs> they really shitty, selfish people with, who wow. are more able than everyone else. And um, that makes for a lot of fun. And characters are written uh, fantastically. And uh, yeah, it's really highly recommended. If you have Amazon Prime, watch it. It's, it's, really, it's, it's a very fun watch. Really great written, greatly written, and I like it. Um, Is there like, uh, any actors that are uh, well-known in this? Or? Uh, probably, but I, I, I can't give you a name. So mm. there's not, not like you know, like Matthew McConaughey in Dead Rain, but there are mm-hmm. some faces that you will probably um, um, uh, recognize. Um, okay. I also wanted to do like a, a thing with you. I wanted to do this last week. So you probably heard of um, the the poisoning of um, uh, Navalny, who the Russian opposition leader. Yeah, of course. He's in Germany now, isn't he? He's in Germany now. Um, yeah. I th- uh, at this point he is still alive thank god mm-hmm. but when i when i read about that um i was like you know you hear these stories you know of of opposition politicians in in countries like that in autocracies uh, yep. you know trying to to be silenced i don't know why but i i read like i read like last year i read a big article on the guy and hearing him being poisoned despite being so fucking brave 
it kind of broke my heart and um but um i was it led me to a to a fun game we can do um which i wanted to ask you about i wanted to you and i do the top autocracies and the top dictators and wannabe dictators around the around the world and you know want to i would like us to to rate them and put them order who's going to be the wow. greatest who is the smallest i i wrote i wrote some names down so i think since i didn't i didn't tell you beforehand that i would like to do that and you could, didn't have the time to prepare i didn't yeah, probably prepare. don't know all of them i think you will i think you will let's oh. um so i'm not going in the past i'm going on people who are uh, currently right now yes yes yeah, okay, so okay. you'll probably be around okay yeah now i have i have here one two three four five six n seven names all right okay seven yep. names so uh okay the first name so are I, we ranking them or we're we doing like a, a tier list like s tier a tier i like, think or we're actually ranking them I, i i would be curious to know from you your your opinions on them how strong they okay. are and uh -huh. how evil how you know how and powerful seven. they actually are and what they have to okay. say around the world and i'm yeah so okay i might disappoint our listeners here i'm the guy who studied the international relations and i mean i, mean, I might not know much about them but we'll see i have a few that comes quickly in mind let's go for it let's go for it the first one is uh from uh, he's in the news right now a lot he's from uh, belarus of course yeah Lukashenko. so right yeah well, well let's say uh, since you don't know who else is coming I mean, you yeah. can guess, but um, let's say lower, uh, is he in the lower section, in the middle section, or in the top section? It's hard to tell because I don't know what's coming, but I have some names in mind that are pretty harsh. So for now, I, I'd, I'd set it in the medium to low. Mm -hmm. uh, it's more, it's, it, he's more in the vein of, of Putin, which is more of the press, uh, press freedom, uh, in, like sexual freedom kind of thing. Uh, some, some random imprisonment. But I don't think he's in the like freaking like uh, concentration camp rank yet. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Uh, I'm not. I'm not talking about how brutal they are. I'm mostly talking about right. also talking about their power. You know, because right. being being an I mean, asshole yeah, he's, he's... Is, is 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 one thing that can isolate you. But okay. being an asshole and being super influential despite being an you asshole. You mean international right wise, yes, not in their country? Yes. Oh well, he's low then. He's very low. All right. So. What? He's a puppet. He's a, he's a he's a Russian puppet. It's one of the rare USSR-born uh, states yeah. that are still very attached to yeah. the USSR. That would, if they could, they maybe would redrain it. Um, maybe not the population. Maybe the population wouldn't agree. But the mm -hmm. power lies with people that are close to the old party. So, um, but on the on the whole world, I think their influence is next to none. So I would say it's pretty low. Okay, low. So, um, do you think it will be uh, overthrown soon? Since there's a lot of protests going on right now, uh, I don't think so. Because uh, I mean, I'm not really not an expert in that region. Um, I don't follow it as 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 I should probably. The thing is, he has the support of Russia. So, if he is replaced, he's going to be replaced by somebody who has still ties with Russia, yeah. probably. So, even if he is replaced, I think it's going to be superficial. So I don't have much hope for that people, sadly. Um, because okay. it's one of the last, as I said, one of the last satellite states that Russia is still keeping close ties with. Yeah. So I don't think they will let it go that easily. But I might be wrong, and I hope I'm going to be wrong. 
All right, next up we speak of the, the next would be the president of the Philippines, Duterte. Ah, uh, of course, yeah, yeah. Is he is he a, is he a dictator though? Um well, he certainly is acting like one, if you ask me. He's killing uh you know, basically giving out a, a free kill pass to yeah. for everybody who who is said to be a drug addict and right. he has said some very harsh things, so yeah. Uh yeah, he's not as dictatorial as probably some other names you'll have on your list. I think he's authoritarian, has a lot of authority, and he, he has a iron grip on power. Yeah. But he could be replaced. Uh, they have a not great, but like decent democracy there, I think. From, mm-hmm. Again, I'm not an expert of that country at all. Um, I think his influence worldwide is more important yeah. than the, the guy from... Uh, Belarusia, Lukashenko. Lukashenko, and I'll tell you why. Because he's he's quick on the the um, trigger to say really stupid things, yeah. which is risky. Uh, he, he he said um, so. The thing in Canada is we try to recycle a lot, but most of our recycling goes to the trash because most mm. people are too dumb to understand how to recycle. Yeah, same here. So they they put they put like fucking used. Um, diapers and like what like who are you to do that just like clean your things a bit before putting them in the recycle bin and and everything will be good anyway i'm totally diverging here um so some of the trash that we couldn't recycle end up in the philippines we did that for a while canada did that for a while and some boats were not accepted into the country so canada just left them there and just did nothing so they have like close to water. They have like big ships full of shit. Wow. And and yeah, and Duterte said uh, that if we don't remove them, they're gonna make war with Canada. <laughs> Can you believe that? Oh, shit. <laughs> he said that, um, which is fascinating. Of course, like when you see it live, the video, it's like his counselors are like looking at him, like holy shit, what did you just say right there? You cannot say that, right? Yeah. So the fact that he says things that he cannot say um, is dangerous. So. Uh, um, and his country is a bit more powerful than Belarus. Still not, not a big country, I think. Um, not a big influence on the world scene. But because I think he's more volatile, more like uh, risky, I'd put him higher. All right. If, do you agree with him? Do I talk too much? I don't know. You're, would, right, you're like I, right in my field would, of no, expertise. No, right? It's like, like right in my field. I'd actually put him lower than Lukashenko because I think okay. what he... I, I, because he doesn't have like the influence of Russia or so. Right. And to be honest, there I, I believe that many people around the world will be like, "Well, fuck the Philippines." They're like, "Well, the thing with the Philippines right? is that they, uh, they 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 keep saying that they're gonna align with China if 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 the U.S. is not more uh, good to them. Which is, if that happens, that's not good, you know. Well, yeah, if that happens, but well, but you met with uh, Xi a couple of times. It's yeah. Yeah, that's my take. But uh, but I'm I'm gonna write down yours because I, I value your opinion more, and and so far you, you didn't. Shouldn't. Yeah, it's 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 uh, close to fifty fifty for me. All right, the next one is the president of Brazil, Bolsonaro. Mm. Again, is that a dictator? I don't yeah, think it is. I, I include wannabe dictators. So you yeah. Know. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Uh. Hmm. I think risks worldwide is. I think it's a risk for his own country first. Uh, I don't think it's a big risk worldwide. Even though Brazil is a powerhouse, well, he does. He, he he doesn't give a shit about uh, about the rainforest and and everything. So that, that yeah, is uh, a, a long term risk for the, for the world. That's true. 
I haven't seen it that way. It's a good angle to look at things. If you look at it that way, you're right. He is a danger for the world. But I mean, in terms of influence and soft power and hard power, I don't think Brazil is really a big, uh, powerful. He's not taking, he's not being taken very seriously by the world community. I feel like, so I think he's bringing Brazil down in terms of influence. Mm-hmm. Um, where some strong leaders like, of course, she or even Putin bring their country forward in terms of world influence. Yeah. And so I think Bolsonaro is mostly a danger for, as you say, the world environment, but yeah. mostly, mostly for its own people, which is unfortunate. Um, where would I sit him in the, 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 the three that we've named so far? Uh, I think I'd, I'd put him last of the three so far. Really? Wow. Yeah, I think so. I would have put him definitely on top of the the other two. I think I look at things too politically, maybe. I don't know. I think, yeah, you know, I, but um, Brazil is a very important trade partner for so many countries around it's the a, world. It is, but I don't... I don't I, mm, yeah. And, he's, it, it and, in, and he, uh, the position of, of uh, Brazil is strategically very important for uh, South America. But is well, he influencing world trade? I'm not aware. Like, it, well, is he? Is he can he potentially, that? you know. Right. So we're talking potentials, right? O- I, I think obviously, I'm, too, like... I'm, too, I'm looking too much at like, <laughs> what's going on right now. Um, yeah, though it's a good take. It's a good take. Uh, if we look at, at it that way, yeah, it would go at the top for its potential risk for the. Yeah. Okay. Let's put it on the top. You're right. I, I'm talking. Right. I'll try to look more potential things too. You're right. Okay, next up is President Erdogan of Turkey. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. I think he's he's sliding to um if he's not a dictator, is he's, he's like next door. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's sliding fast. He's sliding uh, fast I, and um for for us, especially here in Europe, obviously he's a much bigger but I wouldn't consider him that much a threat because I still feel like Europe is the boss in this. But man, is he ever annoying to us? And he's such a fucking dick. Like, I'm sorry he's to a, say that. He's a, he's a big. Um, he's how can I say that in English? Um, he's doing a lot of instability in the region. Yeah. Both Europe and the Middle East. Yeah. Uh, he has. He has. Uh, does Turkey still has American nuclear warheads in their country? Do I know? do think. I do think so, but I'm. I, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Right. Uh, I think he's on top of these four. Four so far, I would put him. Yeah, uh, same here. Easily uh, these four. He's a big risk for his country, but also for his neighbor and for the just. If he starts diving into the whole Saudi Arabia Iran deal, kind of like uh, Cold War Middle East, it's gonna be terrible. Is I think he's a very big instability agent. If that's that's a term I can create, I guess I don't know. Probably yeah. exists. I don't know. Um. Which is what we don't need right now, right? This is something we don't need instability, and he's he's pushing a lot for it. He's doing a lot of menacing. You know, we're gonna we're gonna send refugees, whatever. It's like, it's just uh, yeah. I, I, I think, think I, I, I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan. No, well, obviously I'm I'm not either. I think the one big point, which his strongest power, in order to make him a danger, is also his strongest own enemy which is his ego in my opinion the guy is such an egomaniac and uh is being pissed off so quickly by anyone um that i think it makes him very unreliable and so Mm -hmm. i think it's unlikely for him 
to join forces, say with Russia or um, you know any any yeah. other side. So I, I think yeah. you know, and and also I do think very highly of the people, the Turkish people living in Turkey who who do want democracy, and there are a lot of them still. It's, so he's, Turkey, he's a trickster, but I do believe that there are so many people who who see the shit he's doing and, and who fight the as much as they can fight. Right. It's Turkey is a sad story, man, because it was it was um how do you call that in in English? Like a it, it was um fuck I forgot how it's called. Like a, a state that is uh like it's the law not the religion that was ruling the state yeah, right yeah. which was a, r- a really rare case in the middle east slash europe i don't know where you position it yourself some people say it's not in europe some people say it is That's not. um i don't think it is either uh but it's it's like it was so close it was like a model for a lot of countries oh, like yes. so it, yeah so it's it's so it's like oh wow so it's possible right it's possible uh to have a, a country where most people are practice islam and it's still like it's still a full-on democracy in mm-hmm. a state that that is religion free you can be whatever you want there you can be a politician while being a hindu or a catholic whatever right yeah so i think it was a model looking forward for a lot of these countries i mean a model for people that are pro-democracy um and it 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 kind of showed that it's it can change so fast what was built over a hundred years was destroyed in a couple um so it's for people that are super pro democracy. Uh, I think Turkey is a sad story, man. It's really sad. So and it's mostly because of him. So yeah, right. I, I, on top of the list so far. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now we have uh, a big fan of the show, uh, someone who dies a, f- a couple of times each year. Uh, so we don't know if he's still around or not. It's, we hope so. It's our. We hope so. It's our uh, our buddy uh, Kim Jong Un over in North Korea. How do you think about yeah. him? Where would you position him? So, so I have a hot take on 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 uh, Kim Jong Un, and I think, I think he's a really rational player. I think I've told I've told that in the podcast before. I think he plays this card extremely well because when you think about being in his position, mm-hmm. you would probably do similar things. If your goal is to keep your regime alive, um, what he does makes sense. Yeah, make sure. threats make threats, uh, make alliance with countries that are also dissidents, um, just play the game of uh, saying yes to things, then saying no. Um, it's I think he's playing his cards really well. So, But, of course, uh, worldwide is the biggest threat of these five so far. Uh, I think it's pretty obvious why. Um, but it's not the one I hate the most, because I, I, I see, what he, I see what, why he's doing this. Um, I think he's a It's a rational player. Of course, what he does with like, um, in terms of um, you know what he does to his people and everything, uh, that's not necessary. Of course, uh, it, it's yeah. sad. <laughs> it's sad. It's really sad. Um, and the, the work camps and and just famine over famines and yeah. very unequal society and just uh, you know. Yesterday I was at the LCBO, which is the the, the, the liquor shop in Ontario, and there was a big bottle of Ennessy. Um, you know who drank Ennessy, right? Uh, Kim Jong-il, his father. Oh, his father really? was he would Didn't drink only Hennessy. That. Yeah, that was his thing. He was drink only drink Hennessy. And it was like thousands of dollars. Like the bottle was like three thousand Canadian. So like wow. two thousand euros, you know? 
So I was like, okay. Uh, so, you know, why my mom was like, well, how can you afford this? If, if, if it's better, people are so poor, how, how can you do this? I was like, well, if she has mines in the countries, in the country, well, the money goes to him, not to the workers, you know, like, oh yeah. So very unfortunate. And I think of course, it's a big agent of instability in the region, like with Korea, South Korea and Japan and even China is Philippines, even if you want. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, it's, it's, it's the higher guy for sure. Um, but I think it's all a smoke show in the end. I don't think they want a war. I think that's why I say it's a, he's a rational player. The last thing Kim Jong-un wants is a war because he's going to lose his regime. So he has to play the game of, you know, um, push a bit and pull back and push a bit and pull back. And that's what his father did. And it worked. And he does it better, I think. So, yeah, I think he's the, he's the, he's the smartest of these five. Uh, but he's also the most dangerous. That's my analysis. Now, for the last, um, I have two more, only two more names. Obviously, there are a lot more, but I only want to, I didn't want to make this too long. So I, I have two more names, very famous okay. names, and I think they are going to have number spot one and two, at least in my list, they will have. <laughs> okay. And I'm very curious where you're going to position them. So obviously, it's yeah. Vladimir Putin of Russia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of and course. Xi Jinping of China. So yeah, I, I, I was expecting that. Yeah, who yeah. is where gonna be where and why? Right. It's a tough call, and yeah, I'll tell you why. So I think you'll disagree with me. I think you will. So if we talk about worldwide influence, I think Putin is more dangerous. Okay. Because, and it's it's a very, for people that study uh, diplomacy and everything, have, my take here is really liberal. Uh, I think China has more to lose in a war than Russia does. In the sense that China's economy is solely based on trade, having a low uh, rate of money rate, currency rate. Uh, having foreign industries in there and trading cheap shit out and some good shit too. I would, I don't want to say it's only cheap shit. Of course not. Uh, But you know, it's it's really based on countries relying on them to produce things. So if there's a big war happening and we all decide to stop like putting a blockus on the country, they're done for. And I, she knows that Uh, he knows that. So he's also playing the North Korean game in somewhere where he's pushing and pulling and pushing and pulling. And because he's so important for countries, but he's not doing enough for them to are to be willing to sacrifice everything. Um, I don't think he's as dangerous for people outside this country. Like when yeah. you look what he does in Tibet or what he does in Xinjiang, it's of course it's terrible. Um, and you're starting to see change too. Um, and I'll tell you how. Um, maybe we discussed it in the last episodes, but. The next iPhone will be the first iPhone ever not made in China. It's going to be made in India. Oh, really? I and, didn't know that. Yes. Uh, I mean, I've read this. Uh, if, yeah. if, it's, if I'm wrong, please email us. Uh, it's not something I've dived into. Mm-hmm. And also, um, I know Japan has a new policy. Or if you are a Japanese company that produce in China and you're yeah, willing that's, to that's relocate right. yeah. in Vietnam or even back in Japan, even better, um, you're going to pay... A, a part of your moving you know, we're talking about i think millions of dollars worth of investment that are going to be willing to do for your relocation so if other countries do this china's power relies on this but some people would disagree with me and i'll tell you where their strategy china according to some people is that 
they were cheap labor, whatever, and then their middle class became stronger. And now they are the king market of the world. Uh, when you talk about video games, uh, when you talk about fashion, you talk about uh, uh, just in, like entertainment, entertainment in general, sports, this is the market people want to get into. So now that's that's where the power lies. Is they play the capitalist game. Like companies like EA or the NBA, they're willing to to sacrifice all their value, their yes. their values, whatever, their all their good heart, good just to make more well. money in China, right? So yeah. they play the game of the Americans, and they do it very well. Because I'll tell you what, the Chinese regime is extremely smart, extremely well led, very very powerful people, very smart. So. Um, but still, I would say Putin uh, has less to lose. I think his game is more arrogant. I think he's playing more arrogantly, and it's more open in the open too. So I think uh, worldwide is 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 especially for for me here uh, as a Quebecois slash Canadian, Russia is much more of a threat because of the northern um, like no, the northern lands. Like I don't know if you know, but. We have an island called the Baffin Islands, the northernest island in Canada. It's like, mm-hmm. it's, and nobody lived there, right? So Russia was saying, like, if you don't have claims on the land, you know, we're going to go, right? So they just shipped Inuits there. And they're like, it's miserable what they went through. It's like, it's nobody wants to live there. It's, it's shit. Oh, uh, so there was nowhere there. They just picked, um, and they were like, oh, you're going to stay there for a year. But they ended up leaving them there forever. So that there are people living there. I can send you stuff on this if you're interested. Anyway, all to say that I think Russia would be my number one. Um, yeah. Uh, what about you? I, I, I have to agree. And yeah? okay. uh, I agree with most of your points as well. Um, I, I mean, obviously, what, what I, I think this might change because, um, so first of all, Putin, Putin is not going to live forever. It's he's you know he's super powerful and I and I think the guy is um is in, in 10 20 years he's gonna look the same he looks right now but eventually he is not gonna be around anymore and obviously he's gonna prepare for that because he's super smart but I just don't think he will um I don't think that that it's the the whole system will be the same forever some things will change if our planet isn't going to be doomed by then but anyhow so I th- that's why i think that right now it is putin is number one because I, yep. I just don't you know as you said he yes he, he doesn't have that much uh to lose and um it's just i i there is no s- scenario where i see this guy not succeeding in some way he is the most powerful man on earth and, and I, I forgot to say how he has influence on Europe, including oh, Germany, with the natural yeah. gas. Yes. The natural gas, right? It's incredible. And now he has... China, like does, the... China does not have this. They do not have this, this, this lever the, to, to play with Europe. Plus, he, has, he now has uh, his little puppet, uh, his orange puppet in the White House. I mean, yeah. holy fuck. This guy is like... It's, honestly, if it wasn't that sad and terrifying, it's, it's fucking impressive what this guy's yeah. doing yeah, yeah, yeah it is and i don't yeah i don't china relies on everyone um playing along and everyone mm-hmm. saying mm-hmm. yeah well we'll welcome you and and everything and i do mm-hmm. think that china is going to play a much bigger role in the future and who knows where that's going to lead but at the moment right now it's putin oh i'm glad yeah. we agree on it yeah good yeah. cool so, so can you go over to list 
Yes. So our list, final list before we end this take and go to the last take where I promise it's not going to be political. Um, so on number one, no, I, I, I do it from, from the bottom down. Yeah, of course. So yeah. From the, all the <clears throat> dictators and wannabe dictators, autocrats that I, I gave uh, Philip to um, uh, examine um, on the number, hold on, hold on. Seven. Yes. The big seven. On number seven, we have Lukashenko of Belarus. Yeah, let's hear for Lukashenko. Then on number six, we have the president of the Philippines, Duterte. On number five, we have Bolsonaro of Brazil. And on number four, we have President Erdogan of Turkey. Then the top three. Number three, we have a good friend. Shout out. We hope we do, you're doing fine. Kim Jong-un. I mean, if, if it was ranking by pure love and affection, it would be number like infinite. Like number Obviously. one. You know, it's like, it's like the king. Obviously. What, what means uh, we love you in Korean? Do you know that? Sarangye. Uh, Sarangye. Number two, Xi Jinping. Promising. It looks promising, but it's not number one. And number one, Goes out to the OG, the the living, uh, eternal, perfect the Bond villain. It's Vladimir Putin. The All right, Tsar so of Europe. Speaking of Putin, what are you putting on the list <laughs> for? Oh wait, I, for the second okay. take. So uh, it's from um, it's from a local artist trying to support the guys. You know, yes. it's called Air de Glace, but it's me, which means Ice Age by Daniel Belanger, which is my mother's favorite musician. Nice. It, it, the way you said it, it sounded like a weird German thing saying balls of made of glass. So just saying that. Um, I had a glass. I, I had a glass? I had a glass. Okay, well, well, okay. You know, if you say a glass is glass and aya is uh, the word you say for balls. So ball, uh, and that, <laughs> we don't say that, era. but it's like... Uh. Yeah. Okay. Um, I put a. I, I chose to put on um, a germ. One of Germany's. I think it's. He's the German Bob Dylan. His name is Herbert Grönemeyer, and uh, very, very, very famous German singer songwriter. And the song I want to put on there is called Männer, which is means man. And I think that's a perfect roundup for our list. Hear you guys in a moment. The enormity of of their flat brain. The enormity of their stupidity is just overwhelming. You have to do yourself a favor when you're out in the countryside and you see chicken. Try to look a chicken in the eye with great intensity. And the intensity of stupidity that is looking back at you is just amazing. By the way, uh, it's very easy to hypnotize a chicken. Uh, they're very prone to hypnosis. Hi, and welcome back to the third and final take of um, this week's uh, episode of Putin Bratwurst, which is, just a little reminder, the last one before, um, the last of us, before the um, before our, our little bit little summer break, where we mm -hmm. will return on the 4th of October. Before we yeah. get into the topic, um, do, uh, Philip, uh, do we want to um, remind everyone how they can reach out to us if they Absolutely. We are so welcoming your questions and commentaries. We would love to have a discussion with your listeners, more of an interaction. You can write to us at 
putinbradwurst at gmail.com. This is the easiest way to reach us. Uh, we look at the emails every before, before every episode, so your question will not be missed. And you can also send us a voice message uh, through the Anchor app, uh, which is our hosting service for our podcast. Uh, it's, uh, I think it's anchor.fm. Slash yeah, Putin Bradwurst. Yeah, uh, sorry, slash Putin Bradwurst. Right. Uh, yeah, and that's for recording your voice or a song, maybe even. If you have a if yeah. you have a tribute song to um, Erdogan, if you want to share your your love songs with the president of Turkey, that's the best way to to share it with the world. It is. <laughs> so. Um, yeah. So I saw something interesting in the in the news. Uh, uh, both in my hometown news mm-hmm. and your news too which is it reached our country here oh um, that's never a good sign <laughs> rarely is um but you know i'm, I'm all about um, us talking about uh, bridges between our cultures you know things yeah. we like quebec people and german people love beer right that's fun yeah. you know that's cool let's discuss good beers you know <laughs> i love doing that but sadly this week it's the bridge is uh anti- masks slash anti-coronavirus protests oh, yeah. both in quebec and yeah. in germany yeah and probably elsewhere too right if you have if you have pictures and videos of protests in your hometown you can share that at putsinbrothers at gmail.com yeah good idea <laughs> uh but yeah if, if you have news uh, we'd love to know where else uh there is idiots my guess is all over the world but uh, <laughs> idiot watch clearly featured by putsinbrothers yeah share your your dumbass um yeah so i saw pictures of of a protest in germany in front of the parliament oh, building that you took oh. me at where where i had a pretzel with you years ago yes it's true we've been there yes we've been there i asked you to to see the building because i as i'm really interested in, in, in politics as, as you know very well um it was I felt very honored to be in front of such a you know important building, you know. And some people are not don't don't feel as honored. I can see because they were uh, waving well certain flags, and I was I, surprised to see the pictures of that. I'm pretty sure these guys would disagree with you because they would say would claim that um, that they are so much more into Germany than everyone else because they want to save Germany sure. from yeah. what they call Merkel's dictatorship. It's so. crazy you say this because it's the same narrative here. I'm not even joking. These these people wave the flag of the patriots of 1837 of in Quebec, which was the uprising against the British, the armed uprising that happened in 1837. That flag is usually connected with patriotism and um, yeah, like freedom from oppression and stuff like that. But they wave it for this, which is heartbreaking. It's for yeah. it's, it's it's it should not be used for this. And these people call themselves the real patriots. Don't you have better things to do? <laughs> and then, yeah. uh, if you want to fight for freedom and stuff like that, I think there's better causes you can embrace. Anyway, tell me about it. Tell me about it. What's going on? I there? actually have been to Berlin last weekend because um, mm. I, I was on the movie set um, for a movie shoot and uh, a pretty cool, cool and exciting thing. And we, um, my my partner and I, we my my, my office partner, work partner, we. We went uh, on Saturday last. We went to Berlin by train, and we the we had like some mass deniers on the train. Obviously, we knew that because the protest was like a huge news already, and um, and you could see him on the station on the platform, and 
Daryl, like the train attendees, um, went there and they were very polite to these people. They they said like, uh, like, hey guys, I'm I'm really sorry, but I have to ask you, please wear your mask. It's for our all say all for safety and it's policy. Mm -hmm. So please do it. I know it's annoying. Everybody doesn't like it, but we mm -hmm. just have to do it at the moment. She was very nice, and they were like, as as soon as she left, they were like. They were like, oh, what a jerk. She's such a puppet. <laughs> you know, and then oh my moments later, she walked by it again. And she said, I'm sorry. I have to remind you again. Please wear your mask. I'm, I know it's annoying, but everybody, we have to, we just have to do all do it at the moment. Yeah. They were like, yeah, we're really sorry. <laughs> and the moment she went, she walked away, it happened again. And then they had like announcements were saying, um, We, have, we want to remind everybody, please wear their masks because it's safer and blah, 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 blah. And every yeah. one time they were like laughing and shouting and stuff like that. And I was sitting like in the, in the, um, in the wagon behind them. I could hear them all the time. It was really annoying. And, and then it continued. And the tone of the, of the, um, the, um, the attendees, of the train attendees were, was getting harsher as well. They were like, please, can you just stop making fun of us and just wear the goddamn mask? It's not that oh, difficult wow. to do it. Do really? Yeah, they weren't like rude or anything, but they were showing them you, you have to do that. And, and yeah, then the final announcement was an announcement where where the it says, um, um, since we, we're having problem with some people on the train, we will have to tell you that if you continue to not wear your masks we will have to stop along the tracks and have police come in so we will remind you one final time wear your masks or we will have to stop and everybody mm -hmm. here wants to be on time so please just wear the masks and after that i it wasn't long before berlin so we arrived i don't know if they wore the mask afterward wards but yeah so that that happened and it was very very annoying and frustrating and um, that was the first contact. It was like 7 a.m. So, you know, on a Saturday. So, you know, you can imagine that I no one was was happy about that shit. And, um, yeah, and then in, in Berlin, actually, you can see, it's, it's interesting in Germany, you see a big difference in how people um, uh, follow rules, uh, mm -hmm. depending on which... Um, A federal state you are in in germany so in right. hamburg where i live it's uh, most people wear their masks mostly but if in berlin it feels like there is no such thing as a coronavirus no one is wearing a mask and uh, it's, uh, social distancing isn't a thing at all so it's it's really weird and yet mm. still our numbers look quite okay so i don't know but um yeah so that's it's getting that's back up a, here by the way It's getting back up everywhere, but I don't know. Yeah. Like I don't know. In Germany, it's it's getting back up in a pace where the um, scientists and stuff say it's fine. So okay. how how is it over there? Is it like uh, a worrying fact effect or? Uh, yeah, they say they say because winter is harsh here, right? So it's 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 viruses. They love that. Just heaven for them. Big winters, mm, so good. Oh, yeah. So they're concerned <laughs> about uh, winter coming. Uh, it could be an issue for the virus. But yeah. Regarding, so my question is: I started a question earlier, and, and it's it's regarding that that flag, right? It's, just, oh, it's yes. the German Empire flag. I, yeah, I recognize yes. it. So people that not know, it's three horizontal lines. I think it's red, white, and black. Or it's, the, is uh, the black on the red, top? Or white, and it's it's black, black, white, and red. Okay, so I got it reversed. Yeah. Um, 
so when I saw that, I, I, I asked you right away, like, and I, I think maybe listeners would be interested in that. Mm-hmm. What is so, the, yeah, like, I mean, I, I, I get the symbolism. It's probably like, you know, conservatism is like old school, like uh, it was the good old days, whatever, but it's, it's different. So it, it, it goes yeah. a little deeper. So, yeah. um, okay. So in, uh, first of all, having a, a, a swastika flag in Germany, um, is illegal. You right. are not allowed to show it. You are also yeah. not allowed to have like tattoos and show them in public. So okay. this is an issue and you will be punished with that. Everybody mm. knows it. So um, showing that, that kind of stuff in public is something that will very easily uh, and clearly get you in trouble with the law. So, can you go to jail for that? Yes, you can. Wow. And... Um, So, so this is, this is like something, this is that serious and I'm very happy that it is. So you, it's sadly necessary. Yeah, I guess it is necessary because it's just, we don't show that kind of shit. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's just hateful and and stuff. So this is one thing that you have to keep in mind. Now, the other thing is in Germany, we have people who are called Reichsbürger and Reichsbürger are people who deny the existence of the German state as it is today. That means that they claim that since Germany, there is no such thing as a peace contract, which happened, was made between the Allies and Germany after World War II. Therefore, Germany is still in uh, in war, in a war state of war with the Allies and the rest of the world. That is what they say. So they say that what we have, uh, what we call modern Germany is nothing but uh, like a company that um, is, I think they believe it's, uh, it's uh, controlled by the US and uh, all politicians okay. are all puppets. And so mm-hmm. they say they don't acknowledge anything and they cause a lot of trouble. Like they, they uh, when they live in their, in the villages and stuff, they, um, they um, when they have to pay taxes and all that kind of stuff, they refuse to do that. They cause a lot of paper trouble uh, for smaller um, governments, like you know, like like in villages and stuff and towns, yep. because mm-hmm. they they are against everything. Everything they can veto, they do it, and and therefore yep. they destruct the the uh, all um, systems of governments. And because obviously they, um, you can't just ignore them. It's that's that's also not legal. You have to if they have a claim, you have to answer it as a as a. Um, government institution so it's really dangerous and they're getting more and more weaponized so that's that's one thing so wow these are mixed with um with neo-nazis and often oftentimes they are neo-nazis and the flag which is the uh, the red white uh, the black white and red flag which is the reichsflagge so it's uh, meaning the flag of the german empire which has been there before those the flag was the german flag before hitler came in power and implemented yep. the swastika flag mm-hmm. um they use it in one way they say well we use it because um it's the flag that germany what germany is today which is still the state they the would german, organize the, it's still that in, 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 um the german empire it is not mm-hmm. um the red uh, the black red and, and yellow and golden flag that we have right now mm-hmm. so they this is the this is the official claim yet the unofficial thing is which is what the neo nazis are doing they wave that flag because they're just not allowed to wave the swastika right. flag they can wave that flag and say well it's uh, the german the flag of the german empire we can do that and they can 
but actually what they say by that is we don't it's it's a sign of showing that you do not believe and support the modern day germany and so that's what they are doing it's crazy how in different countries different anti-state individuals are different because every country has a different history but their fight is kind of similar anyway yeah you know what i'm saying yeah i know i know but we have these people too but it's i mean it's totally different of course but their fights i'm sure they take up the same fights it's just yeah. what they think is important is, is the same exactly and it's yeah it's it's it's, it's very interesting and I mean, we're pretty young. I cannot say if it was the same 30 years ago. I should ask I my know. dad or something, right? I know people tend to say, oh, it's, it's bigger than it ever was. I don't think it was. It's just that these people now are more connected than they ever were. Mm-hmm. That's the danger. So the, if, if there was two or three, uh, how do you call them? A Heitberger or something like that? Heitberger. Heitberger. If there was three in a town, well, these these the three head guys would just hang, up, hang out and talk their conspiracy or whatever, and that's it. Now they can go on forums or... Or WhatsApp groups, right? <laughs> they, they make way more than that. They have their own passports and stuff. Like wow, they, it's really weird. They give like if, they have they make their own car signs and stuff. So, but if they were if if they couldn't connect together, they wouldn't do that. The internet brought that. Now they can all obviously they can all they're so organized now. Yeah. So it's it's fascinating and and yeah, it's uh it's it's really fascinating to see that they, they even though they're different upright upbringing, they still have the same fights and. Because we have the same protests, the same kind of people using old flags too. It's so strange. Um, so fucking and, weird. And they feel like fighting against the mask is fighting against oppression, and oh. they're trying to save everyone. Like yeah. they're, they're ta- when you when they interview they interview them, they're talking. We're doing this for you. We're doing this for your children. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like uh, if I have to put a mask for three minutes when I'm in the grocery and I remove it when I'm out, I'm okay. You know, and it's like it's fine. But uh, maybe again, they would say I'm. I'm, I'm a, they call it lambs, right? Like sheeps. Mm, oh, you're yeah, all, yeah, you're all sheeps, controlled right? by the government, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Listen, I think it's reasonable. The thing is, I'm not controlled because I, I agree with the policy. Like, I'm, I feel more safe myself in a grocery now than people wear masks. Like my mother said, she would, not, she would hate to go to a grocery before the masks were um, uh, uh, asked for people, people, you know? So before she would, she would not like to go out, but now she feels safer because people wear masks. And it's a good point. So if people ask us to, everybody has to dress the same way and have the same haircuts or whatever, that would be oppression. People would be like, what is wrong with this? Because Unless it's all haircuts that look like Kim Jong-un, then it's cool. I'm personally uh, doing, um, how do you call that again? Uh, when you ask people to sign something for a, a cause, man, I have a hard time with petition. Yeah. I'm having, I'm having a petition all over Canada now to instate that law. So we all, we all have the same haircut. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Kim Jong-un. So if you want to sign it, um, Definitely. You, can, you can send me your support at putsinbradverse at gmail.com if you have support. Uh, I, want it, I want to make it worldwide, so please send us uh, all your information. Uh, you will join I, the movement. I have one more thing that I want to talk about, and finally, yeah. you guys are going to get a break from politics. Um, yeah. <laughs> I did one thing this week, I uh, started doing one thing, which... Um, had a different effect on me, positive effect, than I expected it to do. So, um, as you know, I'm studying Japanese on my own. And uh, one of the hardest things for me is um, the listening and speaking part, obviously. Like, reading on your own um, speed is is fine. And learning vocabulary and grammar, you know, you do exercises and eventually you will get it. 
but listening to native speakers and understanding That's what so they hard. say is very That's difficult. And I am not yet at that level where, where you know what the break even point is, you know, where mm -hmm. you, where you kind of understand everything, even though you don't understand that many words. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, that's, I'm not that's at that point yet. Yeah, well, I'm, 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 I'm very busy with it. I'm, I'm, I'm really trying my best. However, I'm not at that point yet, and I really want to be there. So, what I learned, and I think I talked about this in the podcast as well, is you watch like na uh, native TV series, watch them with uh, Japanese subtitles and in Japanese. Therefore, your brain is forced to figure out the the yep. uh, the the missing parts itself now mm -hmm. i did that and i'm still doing that but it's it's very difficult and if you watch like a whole season of a show and you didn't get uh, you, you you're only getting like i don't know 10 percent of an episode yeah. it's at, at episode no three or four it really doesn't make sense anymore to you mm -hmm. so i mean this is this is something that has to do with my level, obviously, yeah. but um, it makes it quite frustrating. And I noticed that I just watch it and don't listen to it anymore. So what yeah. I started doing is, <clears throat> sorry, I started watching um, advertisements, oh, compilation okay. of Japanese advertisements, because, mm. you know, it's short clips and you see like yeah. a, a, a bottle of Coca-Cola and you know, they're talking about Coca-Cola. They're probably saying, oh, it's fresh and whatever. That's smart. Yeah. So, smart and you, you're not missing anything if you don't get one one ad you the next one is a completely new little clip and yep. obviously advertisement is made in a way where they shove information down your throat so that's mm -hmm. so that that is part one of what i'm saying is if you learn language and you um and you want to do that i i advise you to do that uh, to go on youtube and click on compilation videos of advertisement now the yep. second thing is if you are not learning a language i do also advise you to do it especially right now we're in the these corona times the reason for that is and that's an, an effect i didn't anticipate is you will get into a holiday feeling because of that you will feel like you're on vacation obviously <laughs> it might make you miss being abroad and traveling but yeah. you know the when when you're in a hotel or something and you just switch on the tv in a different country mm. and you have like this yep. advertisement it's like blah blah blahing in the background you don't understand it but it's kind of funny and it's interesting because it's you know it's just new and random and mm -hmm. you know and uh you get that feeling and it and it throws you back to vacation days mm. and i think that's it's so cool. You can just do it at home and, and just keep watching it. It's fun. I did that with my with my girlfriend who uh, does not um, study Japanese, and I, I showed her some clips. And she was already she was reminiscing and like, oh man, I want to go on right now. It, it mm. feels like holiday. And if you if it doesn't make you depressed or anything, because you will are likely to not be able to go uh, abroad for quite a few more weeks and months, it's something that's really cool. So also for you, if you were like. Miss Korea or something, just watch watch some mm. some advertisement. It's gonna it's gonna bring you back and and probably take you out for out of your misery for a moment. Man, it's oh, Korean. It's just damn. I I gave up again. It's just like I I started and stopped for the fourth time again. It's just I, I wish I had your discipline, man. I really don't. Maybe one day will be the day, but it's we're still not there. I wanted to ask you something regarding TV shows. Mm -hmm. Why don't try to watch self-contained things instead of just like 10 hours 
you know what I mean? Like a Star Trek episode, for example, it's only an hour long. Yeah. And the next episode is unrelated. It's just every episode is different. So okay. maybe that maybe that could be a, a thing for you. I don't know. And the last thing is, do you know the show Gaki no Tsukai? Um, Downtown no Gaki no Tsukai, I think is the full name. I don't it's like know. a comedy show. It's it's really dumb, but it's, I I'm a big fan of that show. Uh, like I'm subscribed to a certain website where they translate. They, they, I mean, they put the subtitles in English. Okay. Um, it's it's hilarious, but it's really dumb. You know, it's like really stupid stuff. And they have a, a, a New Year special every year, where they do a 24 hours no laugh challenge. Oh. And like for so for 24 hours, it's like it's like hours long. The show, the episode is hours long. And they have to go, they have themes, for example, elementary school or hospital or police station. And they spend 24 hours in one of these places. And the production is making everything they can to make them laugh. (laughs) And every time they laugh, they're getting spanked on the ass with like a stick. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, it's so random. Like it's crazy random. Uh, What happens to them? It's it's just the production is insane. How much they put thought into it. And there's a lot of famous people that I don't know, but like it's famous people from Japan that are showing up in weird circumstances and it makes them laugh all the time. But that's not the funniest because we don't know them. But sometimes it's just crazy situations. Um, yeah, uh, I remember just just one clip that is pretty famous is they go to the school, right? Yeah. And they have like an English, an English class and it's uh, counting numbers. And the guy is like, one, two, three, four, like 10. And then he's like 19. And he's like uh 10 10 uh 10 10 1 a uh, 10 10 2 and he's going like this and like of course it makes them laugh right? but like he, he keeps going and I, like at ease like 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 like counting the tens and it's like it, it just keeps going they're they're like please make it stop like it's because <laughs> it cannot oh, laugh funny. right it's, just, it's really good and they have a lot of good things um uh, if if you want recommendations, I can give you some. I'm a yeah, big fan please. of them, but uh, uh, they have a 24 hour tag. You know, playing the tag, right? Like you yeah. Touch someone and it becomes a tag. So they're in a gymnasium, like a school, mm-hmm. like a really big school gymnasium, and they sleep there, they eat there, they live there for 24 hours. And there's a big, like a big uh, uh, place for like music shows or whatever, and th- there's nothing happening. But anytime during 24 hours, it can just explode, and a guy comes out and he's the tag. And on his chest is written like, "What's the punishment if they get like Muay Thai kick or a slap oh, in the face or something yeah. like that?" So they're like sitting and having tea, and they just go and they just stand up, and they have to run. And the guy, the guy in black, is usually like a very lean and like sportsy guy, just like running after them. And but they never know what's gonna happen, so it's very funny because then they're like on the like the edge of their seat for the whole twenty four hours, like they cannot sleep. Like it's it's very funny. Okay, cool. I'm I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, it's good. All right. Um, so f- I don't have anything less left on the list. So I think it's you... the longest episode yet. So I yeah, think it's, it's probably long. Probably okay. Yeah. I so as you guys know, we will be back on the fourth of October. Yep. Looking forward to that. And uh, appreciate yeah, if you, you hear bro. from you in the meantime. Gonna miss you a whole month. I'm, oh man, I'm gonna miss you so much. <laughs> um, you have a song. I do have a song. Um, it's uh, from a German rap group called uh, KIZ, and the song is go- called Hurra, die Welt geht unter, which means hooray, the world is going down. And I think it's very fitting to everything yeah. that's going on. And I hope. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully next month the world will not be down. I so hope we'll be able so. to do a podcast. I hope so. Well, there's always going to be a podcast, I'm sure. 
Yeah, yeah, we're going to find a way. Uh, but my song is called Miss Pinky from Frank Zappa. It's a nasty song. It's a sexual-filled song. I should have oh, put nice. it in the first take, but uh, no it's a worries. good song. All right, Ruby. okay. So, Philippe, hear you in uh, a month, roughly. Enjoy uh, your vacation, man. As much as everyone else, thank you very much. Uh, and say I'm, hi to your parents for me, if they remember I, me. <laughs> I will, I will, I definitely do. I, oh, cool. um, the, the bed is still, is still piss-stained and... You know, so yeah, I'm, perfect. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, hear you guys, and hear you, Philip, in a moment, and not in a moment. Hear you later. See you guys. Bye bye. Bye bye.